With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. What is up? You are listening to SCN, the Steel Curtain Network. It's time for the Q&A. Steelers Q&A is back. The Sunday night tradition is back. The tradition that you forgot you missed. We're here to answer your questions all about the Steelers. Maybe some questions not about the Steelers. Hopefully not. I don't know too much about anything else. I'm Kyle Kreis. You may know me from what Jen's talking about every Thursday on the Steel Curtain Network. The comments are starting to come in. Shout out to Afton Forid. Shout out to Eric Askew. Shout out to Degeneration X. We're here to talk Steelers. So put your questions in now. Like I said, you know me from what she's talking about every Thursday on the Steel Curtain Network. I got a special guest uh, here with me tonight to help me answer your questions. This guy's hard to get. Uh, I don't think he's ever been on Steel Curtain Network. So this is a very special guest. The one and only Coach T. That's right. Welcome, Coach T, to the Steelers Q&A. We love Steeler Nation. That's right. I'm the only person who could get Coach T to get on an SCN show. And he's here to answer questions directly from the fans. Ain't that right, Coach? Well, obviously. You don't really sound like Coach. Coach, is this uh, is this what you always sound like? Obviously. Well, all right. So we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Uh, I see people are starting to pour in. I guess we got a lot to talk about. If you if you like the combine, if you like uh, the off season, we're we're in Omar Khan season. Uh, how how do you like Omar Khan so far in this off season? Obviously, I've had great faith in Omar Khan. We've worked together for decades. Uh, I'm happy to see him stepping up to the role that Kevin Colbert once had. Yeah, I got to say, you know. He's looking calm and collective down there at the combine. He's, uh, you know, he's had the big press conferences, and now we get to soon this month in March we get to see him start to wheel and deal. It's con season, ain't that right? That's right, con. I like to say con is the AB of the front office. Okay, all right, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty high praise, I'd say. <laughs> Any, let's see, the, the comments are coming in. Degeneration. Is this guy actually got a puppet? No, this is actually this is not a puppet. This is actually Coach T, uh, right? Uh, that's right. Uh, puppet. I don't. Uh, you know, that's what they do on uh, down there in Sesame Street. 
Good point. Good point. Okay. Let's see. We got any questions here? Okay. Here comes Eric Parker with our first question. Do the Steelers trade down from 17 or 32 and acquire more draft capital if the player they like is already drafted? Uh, right. Great question. It's hard to tell. This is Khan's first time. It's uh, it's hard to tell, Coach, whether or not is Khan going to keep up some of the traditions that Colbert does in the front office. You know, it's like we didn't always trade uh, first round capital, but when we did, it was for it was for splash. What do you, what do you think about trading down from uh, seventeen or seventy two? Well, obviously, we're going to leave all options on the table. Uh, you know, Omar, it's not like Omar is anything different than Kevin. He's been in the building for, you know, many, many years. Good point. Good point. Uh, I, you know, I think if, if the Steelers trade down from 17, that means that the player that they're really eyeing, eyeballing, uh, might be available at 20 or 22 or, you know, lower. I think, I think Casey Hampton comes to mind where, uh, we traded down two spots or something and to acquire some capital and still got the guy we were looking for, uh, Casey Hampton. That's right, big snack, 98. Love him. One of my, one of my favorites from, uh, well, you, you, coached, you coached Casey for a while. But, you know, then again, uh, if if they would trade down one of those first round picks and and acquired like a third and a fourth or something or who knows what, uh, you can't be you can't say you'd be surprised. You know, uh, either way, if they stuck to it and got great players, or if they traded down to acquire more capital, it's not a surprise either way. I guess that's what you would call maybe a, a split decision. I don't know. Not going to be surprised if I, I would be more surprised if they traded up the seventeen or and thirty two, right, coach. Well, never say never, but never. I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, I'm not letting the the uh, I'm not letting the Devin Bush situation scare me out of trading up a little. I see Mark Malone is he's looking a little pale. Are you talking about me? Look, I look. It's it's uh, it's winter time. I, I got to work on the tan here. Okay, Mark Malone looking a little pale. My, yeah, pot calling the kettle. Mark Malone calling me a little pale. Okay. Yikes. Well, hey, you know, David Briggs isn't a fan, I guess, coach. Yeah, well, a lot of Steeler Nation. Uh, hey, that's part of the job, you know? You, you take on the criticism. I, I get it. I get it. You you know, Cower said when he was coach, he wouldn't go to the gas station until it was late at night because he didn't want people to uh, ask him questions or, you know, be down on him. I don't know. Let's see. We got a question here. Afton Forid. If Gentry leaves, do we go after a tight end like Muth or one more like Kuntz or Darnell Washington? You know, you this is I, maybe I need you on here to uh, to lend me some more. I don't know too much about you know I you know I don't I I, I look at Gentry Zach Gentry and he's starting to blossom more blossom more in. The past game, I don't. I don't necessarily think of us as a two tight end attack, you know. Uh, but Gentry's he's got some screen passes that have gone for yards, right? I mean, but what, what do you what do you think, Coach? Is is Gentry? Gentry uh, you know, if Gentry leaves, 
do we go after a tight end like Muth? And like, so another catching tight end. Uh, you know, we're trying to have a balanced offense. So we're looking at tight ends who can do a little bit of everything. We ask tight ends to catch. We ask tight ends to block. We ask tight ends to uh, do a number of things. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Gentry does isn't doing a number of things, is he? I don't, I don't, you know, Gentry's kind of just blocking and occasionally catching a pass. Well, we've seen him evolve over the years. You know, I, two years ago, I would have said, don't ever put Gentry out there on a third down. But now, uh, we've rolled out Gentry to a screen a couple times, and we've seen positive results. Okay, all right, you know. I mean, you know, as far as if Gentry leaves, uh, I think that the Steelers have the leverage there with him. Uh, I don't know if necessarily he's just uh, going to go anywhere. Let's see. Here we go. Here's a question from Eric Askew. Do you want punters and kick? Do you want punters and kickers to participate in all of the combine drills? I I don't know why. Hey, why not? Right? Uh, is, is is that has that been an issue this uh, this this combine? The kickers and punters not participating. I know some people choose not to participate due to their injuries and whatnot. And you know, I guess that's a you know that's a is it a personal decision? Some people say that these combine really don't matter. Um, it's really the game tape that matters. Other, I've heard some, you know, on what Jen's talking about, my co-host Greg has said that uh, it's really just a time to get your medical staff to see these players in person. And, you, you know, you got to get some of those measurables and more intangibles. I don't know. Maybe this, you know, the is the combine better than the Pro Bowl? Uh, as far as some of these drills, like, could would you watch, would you rather watch punters and kickers uh, do bench presses? Or would you rather watch... Minka Fitzpatrick play flag football. And that's, I guess, is that a, is that a, I don't know if that's a rhetorical question or not. I don't know. George says they should keep Gentry. I, I agree too. You know, I think he's um, a, probably a low investment against the cap. And, he, you know, he knows the system. He knows his role already pretty well. Um it's only I only see plus sides. I don't know what's the negative. Oh, you can't you know you can't throw, uh, you know all these two tight end shotgun passes down the field for fifteen yards. We don't have a ton of those plays in our playbook anyway. I yeah right, coach. How many you know how many third and twenty eights do you have in the playbook with two tight ends? I don't know. People seem to agree. Jared Devil, he's relatively cheap. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. I like seeing the intangibles at the Combine. This is Afton again. The effort they put out and how coachable they are. How they act when things don't go their way. Right? I think that's. I think this is all of what Tomlin loves to be a part of this part of it. He loves to get to know these players. Is it, right? I, I, don't, I don't mean to speak for you, Coach. Right? This is, this is why uh, you're down there for Combines, right? You, that's right. I, I like to get to know some of these guys intimately. Uh, you know, not just what you see on tape, but uh, kind of want to get get to know the man, get to know the person. Yeah, right. It's all about uh, Malik Willis eating chicken wings with Mike Tomlin. That's how they get to know each other and the kind of character that they're going to be. 
because probably coaches can coach a large number of these players coming out into the draft, but you really want the Steelers people, you know, the guys that are going to put all the effort in that know it's a 60 minute game. They're not, uh, not afraid to, if you're, you know, if you're a corner, you're not afraid to tackle a running back. You know, if you're, uh, if you're a tight end, you're not afraid to block Miles Garrett or something. Running through the questions pretty quickly. Yeah, people don't know what to think, Coach. We we get a big star uh, like you here on the uh, on the show, and people uh, kind of get all quiet, you know, because they don't want to, you know, all these Tomlin haters. They want to talk big in the uh, in the Twitter streets, but here we here they are in the chat, and everyone's being cool. Yeah, well, that's right. That's that comes with part of the job, and I don't back away from any of that. I'm I don't fear any question. Oh, I got a question for you then. Uh, people like to say, oh, you know, Tomlin calls the defense. Uh, you know, Tomlin controls the show. What's really is the role of someone like Terrell Austin? Because I was watching the combine. They named the drill after Terrell Austin. So obviously there's some respect for his name in this business. Oh, yeah. T.A. is a true professional. Uh, we all scheme together. It's a, it's a group effort. It's a collaborative effort, uh, both on defense and offense. Uh, and I have a hand in all of it. I couldn't have, could have said it better coach coming up, uh, this month it's March. So we're just, I think free agency starts. We're just about two, no, not a little less than two weeks now till free agency when con really gets going, um, we're going to see, are we going to see some signings before the official start of free agency? I know we've got some guys like big play Rob Spillane, I think in the mix, uh, maybe we'll see him get signed. Are they going to get this Sutton cam Sutton deal signed? Uh, coach, I heard that, uh, I heard that it's almost a done deal, you know? Uh, well I'll let, I'll let Omar make that announcement when the time is right. Let's see. We got a question here. Is this a question? Just a comment. This is from Robert. Rody Sepulveda would have blown people away if punters did all the drills at the combine. He was a freak athlete who had multiple ACL tears or Daniel would have been a longtime stealer, right? Sepulveda won the punter of the year award twice in a row, I think, which is uh, kind of crazy in college to win it junior and senior year. Um, I think we traded up in the draft to get Daniel Sepulveda. It didn't work out. Uh, it were, I mean, at least it didn't work out long term, right? He could have been lifelong, lifelong stealer. But uh, maybe we do need more of these drills at the combine. Where is it on TikTok? You know, I'm I'm, I'm all over TikTok uh, looking for more football content, especially Steelers content. How come I don't see uh, all these different drills? Someone's missing the programming. Another question here. Do you see the offense getting better plays next season? Ah, uh, this sounds like a dig at Matt Canada. Um, hey, you know, I don't know. If the play works and uh, in, in gets into the end zone, then it sounds like a great play to me. And sometimes we just had didn't have that opportunity to, you know, if any time, first half of the season, any time that the offense was set back by penalty, um, 
you know, long third down situations, it throws you off the game plan, and you can't do what Matt Canada wants to do. You know, you're kind of forced to in this third and long situation. Do I do I have that right, Coach? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm sure that, you know, it's like fans kind of think, or do they? I don't do we. Fans, we kind of think that, you know, all this is happening in a vacuum, that Matt Canada hasn't been working on this, you know, week in and week out for... I mean, this entire time, you know, you know, since he was a quarterbacks coach, even. So, I, you know, I don't think that it's um, necessarily some people want to say like, oh, it's stubborn or something. Or Matt Canada doesn't, you know, I don't think it's that. It's trying to figure out how to get things to work with the personnel they have and the situations they have. And further and further throughout last season, it 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 seems like the offense was working. I mean, can I? Is that is that wrong, coach? You know, the the offense. He did evolve uh, in 2022. Absolutely. You know, there, there were times when we weren't varsity. We were below the line. But when it came time to unleash hell in December, we were just a game away from making it to the single elimination tournament. Exactly. We were just, we were, we were a game away from the playoffs. So what does that take? Does it, we have to get one or two more plays better to... Getting to the playoffs this past year. I'm ready. I'm ready. George says Canada's Etch-A-Sketch only holds one play at a time. Maybe that's the genius of it. Don't complicate it. One play at a time. I play Madden. I'm only using four or five plays. What do we get here? Thanks. This is a comment from Thanks Mean Joe. Did Tony Defio get the axe? I noticed there's no longer Friday night six-pack. Bummer. No, I know that Tony is definitely still part of the SCN Steel Curtain Network lineup. And I know some of the lineup has changed. Um, we should get some of that information uh, out uh, maybe onto the website or whatnot. I've tried, I, I, got the, I got the scroll here with the current schedule. Um, but I, knew, I know that... Tony is still out there with uh, Shannon White. Is that Monday Night Hangover show? Man, don't quote me on that. Tony's still around. Look, someone someone knows. Tony's still around. His availability changed. Availability. You know, he's like the Terrell Edmonds of the network, right? Sometimes, right, Coach, what do you say? Sometimes just being available is a player's best asset. Uh, you know, the avail- availability component is is as much as being a uh, part of the team as, you know, the killer athlete. Exactly, exactly. Terrell Edmonds, availability component. Tony's on the hangover. Someone said, someone knows, someone knows. Tony must have found new love. Working every Friday night was a problem. Hey, if, you know, love something more than the Steelers? <laughs> Doubtful. No? I know the people in this chat would agree, I hope. No, just me. Just me and Coach. Just me and Coach on a Sunday night. You, uh, What are you going to watch? you going to watch more uh, combine footage after we get off here tonight? Uh, uh, I don't watch a lot of the combine footage. I'd rather watch game tape myself. Uh, it's nice to see the guys in shorts, but to me, uh, we determine if a guy's varsity level in the pads 
on Saturday in the fall. I, you know, I don't watch enough. To, I don't watch enough college football to know a lot of these guys. I just trust the Steeler way. I just trust the process. Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin, they get it right. Now it's the Omar Khan era. Oh yeah, just the guy who's you know been making us financially uh, stable just just magically every season. He yeah, it, it makes it work. I think he totally had the. Uh, shades down, camel pack uh, in his pocket uh, down at the combine when they said, how are you going to get all this done? We've got guys to sign. We've got Cam Sutton to sign. We've got Alex Highsmith to extend. And he was just like, you know, I get it done. And he just laughed. <laughs> you know, I get it done. Omar Khan style. Well, maybe we should take the break, uh, get to some commercials, come back with more of your questions in the Sunday night Q&A with me and Coach T. The standard is the standard. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back. It's the second half. If you're listening on the podcast side, uh, you probably have no idea who my guest is, but it's Coach T. Coach T. How are you enjoying the Sunday night Q&A so far? Well, obviously, uh, I love Steeler Nation. Uh, I love the fans, the best fans in football. Uh, I have no problem answering their questions. A lot of these questions are a lot easier than the ones I get from Bob Pompiani. Yeah, that guy sits that guy sits next to you every Thursday during uh you know, during game week and you have that little coach T show. And, you know, he sits right next to you and asks you the tough questions. Meanwhile, on Sunday game day, you know, he'll be he'll be shadow tweeting, you know, slightly. Some get some mad Canada digs in there. And uh, what do you, you know? Do you ever do you ever question him? You're like, hey, Bob, come on, what's up with those what's up with those tweets? No, Bob's a true professional, a Pittsburgh legend, decades in the Berg. Eh, I don't know. I think he's just a little little shady sometimes on the tweet machine. But we all are. We all are, aren't we? We are, aren't we? George says, Coach T on Kyle's knee. Hey, sounds like a song or, or maybe a rap. I don't know. I like it though. Didn't the Steelers have the first fourth worst offense in the NFL? This is from Jim Dillon. Didn't the Steelers have the fourth worst offense? Ah, uh, you know, I guess I guess hey, we'll call facts when fact, you know, I think it was 20 I I I like to say 26th ranked or something whatever, 28th ranked offense. We've seen some low times these years. 2 years ago, it was the franchise's worst running defense in 90, 89 years. This year, uh, yeah, fourth worst offense in the NFL. Hey, offense doesn't always win games. 
Uh, points don't always win games. Listen to, did you listen to last week's Stat Geek? Uh, Dave Schofield broke it down why points don't always mean wins. Sometimes stopping the other team from scoring points is how you win and can lead to wins. Um, I look at some of the, we've had some bad offenses before and have still gone to the playoffs with them. And if we would, if Kenny would have taken the Steelers to the playoffs with the fourth worst offense, would, I mean, would that have been part of the conversation, Jim? I don't know. If we make it to the playoffs, does Canada, do you let Canada off the hook? I guess that's a question for Jim Dillon on YouTube. Coach, what do you say? If, uh, if, if you make, if this team makes the playoffs this year, is Canada off the hook? Absolutely not. The standard is the standard. We don't play for the six seed or the seven seed. We play for the sticky Lombardi. Yeah, but you can't you can't get you can't win the Super Bowl unless you're in the playoffs. And it's anything can happen. It's single elimination. I don't know, you know? Yeah, sure. I would love it if we were the number one offense. But look at the killer B years. Sometimes we weren't putting 30 points up with those teams. It kind of just, it's about winning games. However you can win a game. But yes, it was the fourth worst. That's a good, it doesn't, facts, I'll give you facts. All right, we got a, a correction from the first half. Uh, apparently, Sepulveda was a walk-on as a linebacker at Baylor. Never punted a game in his life in high school. Freak athletes. Wow, put this guy up there with... Carlton Hasselrig, right? It's all Sepulveda. Give me the all Steeler freak athlete team. Sepulveda, Ryan Shazier, Carlton Hasselrig, James Harrison. I need someone on offense, right? Well, what do you think, Coach? Who's a uh, how about a freak athlete on offense? Uh, how about Benny? Love the big boy. Yeah, I don't necessarily think of Ben as an athlete, but man, he right, he's just a, a winner, though. All right, so enough, enough Sepulveda talk. More Sepulveda talk than any other uh, SCN show. Question from George. What would Kyle's pick be at 17? Don't help him, coach. Okay, I got this. Look, first off, let me tell you how I feel about draft prognostication, okay? And for, and for all the uh, Models and Meatballs out there, that means uh, predictions, I'm not big on the predicting game. You can't you can't predict. It's hard to predict. It's not worth it. It's not worth your effort. You just look wrong. Why why even go through it? But that being said, let's make a prediction at 17. Um I'll let me give you the heart pick and the if I was con, I'll put myself in con's shoes. Let me start with uh I guess I, those are both the head picks. Let me, the heart, I'll go with the heart pick is Joey Porter Jr., of course. We need a corner. Why not? This, I love the, I love the, uh, the legacy of it. Let's keep that going. Penn State, I'm a Penn Stater. So we are, uh, I, I'll take all Penn Staters. And, but the head, the Omar Khan in me, the Kevin Colbert says, I look back to Tomlin's first draft where he went one and two, Lawrence Timmons, Lamar Woodley. I think it's going to be maybe not two linebackers, but I think it's going to be trenches, 
maybe another linebacker. I think it's going to be big boys on defense. Um, what do you think, Coach? Is that a bad is that a bad guess at all? Well, linebackers are the engines to our defense, right? I can't you can't go wrong with uh, an inside linebacker or maybe someone on the D line, but the heart says JPJR. We are Penn State. Do we have more? Uh, what do we got? We got some more questions here. Someone says, love it. I'm going to assume they mean this show. <laughs> no. <laughs> Doubt it. They were the 10th. Oh, correction. They were the 10th worst offense. Look, this offense is already improving. We've already went from 28th to 23rd in just one commercial break. So thank you for the, we got a correction here from StatGeek. They were actually 10th worst, which I, that's negative. I like to say 23rd best. And let's be honest, when you start getting in, the closer you get to the middle there, 10th, close to 16, 23rd, close to 16, the the uh, the the differential is smaller and smaller the closer you get to the median. So you're closer to middle of the pack. The closer you are to middle of the pack, the more you are middle of the pack. And 10 is closer middle of the pack than worst. How do you, do you, do you how, does, that, does that add up? That sounds like math. Uh... This guy is not obviously a math major. Yeah, I wasn't a math major. I was actually a journalism major at Penn State University State College. What do we got here? Question from Thanks Mean Joe. What are the chances Steelers make a concerted effort to sign Bobby Wagner? I can't, you know, again, I can't, I, I can't, uh, I don't, you know, I don't even, to be honest, I don't know, I'm not even sure. Uh, I'm not even sure what a Bobby Wagner is. Coach, help me here. What uh, what do we what do we what do you see our what do you see us signing in the off season before the draft? Obviously, there's a lot of points in need. You know, right now we only have got uh, Cam signed up front, uh, Isaiah Loudermilk, um, Leal, the young boy, uh. You know, so we gotta we gotta get heavier in the trenches, obviously, and things of that nature. Um, but I wouldn't rule out any position, uh, except maybe you know Minka or uh, Kenny or Muth. I think any position could be up for grabs. All right, okay, I I'll take coach's word on that. Been here all show, just doing dishes so I couldn't type. This is a comment from Dave Schofield. Multitasking, that's right. Put SCN in the background while you do dishes or drive to work or make your mock draft. Comment here from Patty Man. Nostradamus says D-line. Hey, if, you, if, if I had to bet money on D-line... Uh, I would not be too sad about making that wager because I would say D-line is a good guess. Um, linebacker, I, you know, hey, and if these rumors are true that Bud is coming back on the edge, maybe you could rule that out in those first two picks. But, you know, DL, DL sounds good. Patty Mann is Nostradamus with a, what is that? Is that a beer stein on his head? Okay, little nice little avatar there. Let's see. Here's a question 
from Afton. Isn't Weidel in charge of the draft board? What would he do? All right, this seemed to come up this past week, Coach. Maybe you can clarify the air here. You know, Andy Weidel is going to be in charge of the draft board, but then the pick comes down to you and Khan and Art, I guess. Well, obviously, uh, that, you know, those are the three main guys in the room. Weidel is making the board all year. This is not just a combine week process. Weidel is making the board year long. And we're watching these guys, not just their senior years, but sometimes even up through their high school games. Wow, that far? Okay, you know, uh, Joey Porter Jr., I knew when he was running routes uh, as a 10-year-old with Antonio Brown. And we knew right then that we were going to keep an eye on this guy. You knew all the way back when he was playing back then. I don't know, I think that's a little wishful thinking to think that uh, a guy like that, you would see that at, at eight years old, coach. Come on, let's get real. So Weidel, you know, so maybe Weidel doesn't get final say on the pick, you know, I, you know, over Coach Tomlin and, and Omar Khan, but it's not like anyone thinking that he's not going to contribute, I think, is overestimating. Anyone thinking that he contributes, that he's going to be the savior and that, you know, we need Andy Weedle to correct course some way. I've kind of seen that take out there. I think that's overreacting as well, too. Obviously, these guys are professionals and they're going to value each other's contributions. And it's not going to be a one or the other. Does that, does that sound right, coach? Obviously. Comment here from Patty Man. Joey Porter Sr. looked like he's been eating way too many Roethlis burgers since retirement. Jeez. Whoa. That's this. That's a little below the belt, Coach, right? Uh, no comment. Yeah, right, Coach. I think we both have uh we both have seen slimmer days, right? Okay, let's see. Here is a question. This is a comment from George, not necessarily a question. George says, so if the Steelers average 18 points a game, they got to hold the oppositions to under that. Thank you. Someone was understanding what we were talking about earlier when it comes to points and things of that nature. Uh, yeah. Hey, I've seen some Steeler teams hold hold a lot of teams under 18 points a game. And maybe not a 16-game average, but close to it. Second half of the season, comment here from Dave Schofield. Second half of the season, the last nine games. Okay, technically a little over half, Matthew. The offense was ranked 16th, completely middle of the pack. So, sure, there's room to improve, but middle of the pack uh, is certainly an improvement from 10th worst. All right, now we're now, now it's just become the Matt Canada fan show. You know, I, I, I am going to give him some respect with Coach T uh, in the house here. Let's see. Oh, we got a comment here from Sherry Richards. Yes, Kyle, I love the show. Don't get to see you live on here very often. Yeah, we try to keep the uglo Americans off the live stream, right? Keep the pretty boys on camera, like the Scobros or Tony Defio. But, you know, when I got Coach T here with me, uh, hey, you know, we're not exactly, we're not exactly Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise, but 
We're two lost souls. Okay, enough. Enough song and dance. Let's see. We got a comment here. Do we have here's a comment here from Dorkstorm One. No, I'm sorry, Darkstorm One. If talking about Joey Porter Jr., if his last name weren't Porter, nobody here would be paying attention to him over other cornerbacks. Uh hey, you know, can't deny that, right? Can't deny it, coach. Well, like I said, I knew him since he was eight years old. Well, exactly. So if there wasn't the history there, um, if it wasn't Joey Porter Jr., now I'll, I will say as a Penn Stater that I will be paying attention to Penn Staters getting draft. So uh, tell me, Kyle, uh, when's the last time you were at Penn State? Yeah, not since I graduated, but, you know, I'll still rep them, you know, whatever. But Darkstorm's probably right. Just like last season, if no one knew who... Uh, Connor Hayward was, if it wasn't for his last name, no one would have been mocking him in their seventh round and every seventh round mock draft I saw last year. So yeah, there's some of that. You know, Carnell Lake had a, didn't Carnell Lake have a son or a nephew last year? No, no one made a ton of noise about that. Here's a good point here. Geez, can we give points out to some of these comments? Here's a good point from Robert Road. Free agency will have a big impact on who we draft. The trenches and corners seem to be the way to go at the top of the draft with linebacker needs being taken care of with free agents. I think uh, I think what we'll see is we kind of saw it last season, um, and I'm just going to assume that some of the con um, sensibilities will be the same as Colbert, and that I think that, yeah, free agency, they will fill... All roster spots, not roster spots, but all positions of great need. They'll they'll have it. They'll have an answer for someone before the draft, so that when the draft comes, they can go. You know, maybe best player available, certainly in those early rounds. So, you know, need need. Do we need defensive line help? I think they'll fill that before either by signing our own guys. You know, we got Ogan Joby, uh, or by signing someone else. Um, so D line, uh, inside linebackers. You know, there's already the rumors about Bud Dupree. Um, so edge is going to be an issue. Um, I think cornerback, I think the room is kind of full there. We don't need a free agent before the draft. Um, safety, well, we got to sign our own guys, whether whether it's Terrell Edmonds, uh, Kazee. So, yeah, watch all of the free agency happen before the draft. And then we'll go and, you know, pick... Best best player available at 17 and 32? Come on. With this front office? What do you say, Mike? Is, is, it, is it possible to uh, to screw this up, 17 and 32? Well, let me remind you about uh, the Devin Bush draft. Okay, look, I'm not trying to rub that in. It's unpopular. Here we go. We got a comment from Sherry Richards on Facebook. This, this is unpopular in Steeler Nation, but I think Mitch is going to get a contract extension and not cut. Not just, not only is he going to stick around this season, but you're giving him a contract extension. That's some, uh, that is a little bit of a bolder prediction. Coach, what, uh, what's the benefit of extending Mitch? Well, you know, we're always looking for ways to create more cap room and we can extend Mitch for one to two years and give us some more cap space right now. 
Also, though, you know, given some long-term stability at that position with Kenny, uh, that's uh, that's also a positive. That's not a negative, uh, the way we look at it. Hey, I you know, I, w- I would love to Mitch to stick around. If Mitch, no one loves football more than M- uh, Mitch Trubisky. So if he wants to stick around, let him stick around. Mark Malone says we need a blazer at wide receiver. Can't can't deny that, right? When was the last time we had rip your face off speed? Juju, his rookie year, had some speed. Um, you know, we uh, we like we're supposed we were supposed to see. We haven't seen it yet, I guess, from Austin or Pickens. I guess we haven't seen speed yet. Comment from George: Do you think that Khan is blowing smoke? on keeping Trubisky for a few years. Well, we, we were just talking a little bit of Trubisky. I don't think he's blowing smoke. Why would you, why would you need to, uh, why would you just, why would you lie about it? You don't need to lie about any of that. Um, I think that he's being sincere. I think that, uh, there, I think that, 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 that's a stealer way is to be transparent and to not play. They're not playing mind games that way with the more, Oh, you know, we, we, we don't, we want this guy to want to stick around, so we're going to act like, you know, we want him to be here. No. Uh, or, like, we might make him tradable then. No. I think they're being sincere. It's easier to be sincere than to try to play those games. And, uh, you know, I think they want him to stick around. It's probably more in Trubisky's camp. Does he want to stick around? Because maybe he thinks he can get a shot as a starter, and he knows that what his role is here, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But he's got a, he's thinking about, yeah, but you know, maybe I can head up to Seattle or something. Let's see, we have a comment from Doc Holiday. I hope Drew Sanders is at seventeen when they pick D line at thirty two. Maybe you know, I think I think it's going to be both, either or. Um, it's, I mean, I, you know, hey, we've got something, well, then the 32 won't happen on that first day. It's like, oh, it'd be nice if we had something really exciting to watch two picks on the first day. No, we'll, we'll have two picks, I guess, the second day. Coach, how do, how do you feel about that? Do you have, do you, uh, that, do you have more to prepare for during this draft, having two picks in that second day? Well, you know, we have our board decided going in there and we just kind of watch the board fall at 17. We'll probably just you know, see who's there. We, 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 know, we know that there are at least 17 great players in this draft. So we're confident that one of them will be there at 17. Okay. All right. Well, that doesn't really reveal too much, but I appreciate it. Nonetheless, uh, dark storm thinks Mitch thinks of himself as a starter somewhere. I think he probably does, but, um, you know, I don't know. You got to, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, that's a, that sounds like a, maybe the movie I could be like draft day two as you know, they, Mitch, Kevin Costner wants to trade for Mitch Trubisky and Mitch has to think of, you know, what do I want to be a starter or do I want to maybe, maybe I'm just pitching it. George wants to shop Mitch for a trade. I mean, you know, if I guess you could see, I guess t- tell me if this scenario sounds far fetched coach. It's draft day, um, sometime between, you know, free agency when all the when all the primo free agents were signed and draft day in April. Someone gets injured somehow, and a team is desperate for a quarterback. Maybe then on draft day, someone would want to trade for a Mitch Trubisky. 
but what value are you going to get? If Unless you're getting a top four round pick, if you're getting a fifth, sixth, or seventh round pick for Mitch Trubisky, keep him. Keep him. The experience is probably uh, better. You know, and then you're still going to have to go get a quarterback. It's cheaper to keep her, cheaper to, cheaper to keep him. Whatever. Coach, what do you, what do you say? Uh, like, yeah, like I said, we've talked about Mitch and, um, I'm not going to take any options off the table, but usually those kind of calls don't come in on draft day. Well, I don't know about that. We'll see. Richard Adamson here. Oh, we're, we're, we're getting pretty long, I guess. We're going to wrap this. Let, let's get a couple more in here. Been watching O-line players at the Combine, and they're looking pretty good. Hope they look at them. Richard Adamson wants O-line. I bet they'll draft. They got Yeah, hey, I you know, they'll draft one, right? Hi from South Carolina, Josh Prozer. Hi. Hi from uh, Steeler Nation. Let's see. Any other comments? Thanks, Mean Joe, one last time. I like the break before the 32nd pick. Lots of time for desperation from other teams to make a lopsided deal. There, yeah, I did. I did hear Omar Khan say something like they expect a lot of calls to be there for thirty-two. Right, everyone wakes up or in the fresh in the first thing in the morning, six a.m. and and they're like, let's 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 get that pick. We still got the guy we want, or or they regret what happened the first day. Oh no, we screwed this up. Ah, uh, hey. If if they think the capital is there, I'm 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 fine for a trade. I'm fine for a trade there too, or whatever we get. What do, what do you think, T? What my uh, what what are we gonna do there? Uh, I'd like to get another player there. I always like getting quality players uh, at a at a at a quality position. But if Omar decides that we might be able to acquire some future capital, then I'm gonna consider that too. All right, diplomatic diplomatic AF. All right, well. George, cheaper to keep him at 10 mil? Hey, uh, hey, we got cap space this year, so I don't know. I, I consider that money spent last year with the deal when the deal was signed. I don't know. Mark Tobin, build the line. Build the line. All right, Coach, you listening? Yeah, I love, I love, I love the big boys. Love them too. Love them too. Okay. Well, Mark Tobin, one last thing. If Gonzalez, if Gonzalez is there at corner, take him or the linebacker from Clemson. Hey, defense defense might be the name of the game this this draft. In fact, I think that most of the offense, starting offense, is returning. So I can see a very defensive-heavy draft. A lot of these drafts, well, maybe not last year, maybe not uh, the year before, but defense has been heavy on the draft boards and with that we should wrap up the return of the sunday q a i'm kyle Kreis. you can follow me on social media at kyle Kreis. coach t are you on social media uh i am part of the social media game and things of that nature you can follow me at coach tomlin until next Sunday, keep waving your terrible towels, keep eating your Clark bars, and keep listening to the Steel Curtain Network. Thanks for listening, guys. Good night. <laughs>